You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1003. He's changing outcomes for middle market business owners and helping them maximize and unlock trapped wealth. I've invited Chris Snyder today, author of Walking to Destiny, 11 Actions an Owner Must Take to Rapidly Grow Value and Unlock Wealth. Chris, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Hi, Richard. I'm glad to join you. I'm glad to have an author of such a fine book. I'm holding a copy of it in my hand. Thank you. It was great to look through it and kind of get ready for the interview that we're going to do here today. Our audience tends to be business owners and CEOs who are running lower middle market companies, and I think the the research that you've done and the book that you've written is very appropriate for them. So let's before we talk about the book, can, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? I know that you recently won the thought leader of the year for your work on the book. Tell me a little bit more about that as well. Yeah, that was an award from the Alliance of Mergers and Acquisitions uh, Advisors, uh, headquartered here in Chicago. I was uh, was actually nominated and a finalist two years ago when I released the Value Acceleration Methodology. And then, uh, of course, last year when I released the book, which talks about the methodology and gives all the background and the details and the purpose of it. Uh, that was enough, I guess, to push me, you know, over the goal line to uh, be uh, the winner of the Thought Leader of the Year. And and so, in addition to being a, an author and a creator of the Value Acceleration Methodology, kind of what what is your background? Yeah, it's very uh, it's very diverse. Uh, I spent the first uh, fifteen years of my career as really as a corporate guy working for big corporations, uh, you know, companies like Sherwin Williams Company and. Price Waterhouse, Sears Roebuck, you know, big companies, recognizable names. And then about 20 years ago, I had uh, really a, a, a pivotal moment in my life where I was able to join a, a what was to me at the time a small privately held middle market company doing about $90 million a year. A guy named Andy Rayburn there, who was a second-generation business owner. We grew that company from... Ninety million to around two hundred fifty million in three years, and wow. sold it to a large multinational, and that really uh, sort of changed my whole point of view about being a business owner. Five years ago, I started my own family investment company with my son uh, Scott, who is uh, the operating partner of that company, and we began buying up uh, companies ourselves. Okay, and um, what was the inspiration for you? to write Walking to Destiny, 11 actions an owner must take to rapidly grow value and unlock wealth. Yeah, so uh, what, one of the acquisitions we made in uh, 2012 was the Exit Planning Institute, uh, which is an organization that uh, that credentializes business advisors, uh, accountants, attorneys, you know, financial planners, wealth managers, insurance, anybody that would work with probably your audience here, any kind of business owner to help them uh, grow their business. And we credentialized them. Uh, That was one of the first uh, companies that I bought in 2012. I had been a member of that company for that organization for four years before I bought them. Uh, But one of the things I saw that was lacking in the marketplace is exit planners were selling, trying to sell owners 
exit plans. And, you know, being an owner myself and an operator, you know, owners didn't want plans. You know, they wanted action. They want results. They don't want to wait, you know, for years down the road for those results to come. They need the results now. They want them fast, and they want want you to make an impact right away. So what I felt through the methodology was we needed to come up with a management system that integrated the principles of transition strategy into the way the owner runs the business every day. And that's how I created the, the value acceleration methodology. And the book is really, you know, provides the, the background and the detail for how to do it. Because the other thing that, that sort of was driving me kind of nuts is there's a lot of books out there that tell you what to do, but not how to do it. So you read it and you say, hey, conceptually, I can buy into this. This sounds like a good idea, but when I get back to my work, you know, when I get back to my office, how do I actually do it? Right, the practical so application. They gave you both the concepts and the principles behind it and the strategic drivers, but then also told you, here's how you do it step by step. So your investment and ownership of the Exit Planning Institute, are you? do you still own that property? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, That's why I'm in Chicago this week. Okay. We have a very strong Orange County chapter led by Dan Whitaker, Whitaker & Associates CPAs down here, and I've attended many of their exit planning uh, events and find the quality to be super and superb, so... Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Dan's done a wonderful job. Okay. Well, I, well, next time I see him, I have to mention that uh, you were on the program. I uh, You'll have to tell him. Yeah. He was probably one of the first, I'm going to say, five chapters, and, and uh, by the end of this year, we'll be up to 25 chapters across the country. Yeah. It, you know, this, uh, we're, sorry, we're talking with Chris Snyder. Let me get back on, on, on point here. We're talking about his book, Walking to Destiny, 11 Actions an Owner Must let me emphasize that, must take to rapidly grow value and unlock wealth. I kind of got the inspiration for for the book, but can we talk about kind of the stages of value? And and maybe you could talk about, as you write about in the book, what the four key factors that drive or kill business value are. Can can you share a bit of that with us here today, Chris? Yeah. So I think what what business owners need to understand, and a lot of them don't really understand the market dynamics of what's going on, is that in today's market, only about two or three out of 10 business owners are able to successfully transition their business, meaning unlock the wealth that's trapped in it. So that's a 20, 30% success rate. And of the 6 million privately held uh, businesses, uh, about four million of those businesses are owned by baby boomers, who now range, you know, age range is 53 to 71 years old. So what's going to happen? We anticipate is, you know, although boomers are holding on to their businesses a lot longer, uh, when they start hitting that upper 60s, early 70s, they've got to make the move uh, to do something with the business. So we're expecting that there's going to be a significant a run of business transitions in the next 10 to 20 years. And I just find it unacceptable, and I think most people would agree with me, that of that $10 trillion that, that those businesses represent, that we're only able, going to be able to harvest 2 or $3 trillion of it. And that $7 to $8 trillion of hard-earned uh, business wealth will go unharvested by the business owners. So uh, that was another, you know, big factor that I'm trying to address in the book is that's just not acceptable. And, and uh, you know, if you're one of the 
seven or eight owners that draw the short straw <laughs> and aren't able to harvest your value, it's going to make a pretty significant difference in how you live your third act. So the book is really designed to give the owners a sense of what's going on in the market, the uh, core concepts that are important that must be adopted in order to make value acceleration work. Uh, and uh, what you'll find is, is not only do those businesses not saleable, they're not transitionable. So mm-hmm. even if the owner's looking to do an inside option, that's not going to work. So the, the the four core concepts, and I can, if we have time or whatever, which ones you want me to drill into, I can, are, are basically that there are, uh, you know, three legs, what we, I, I call it five, four, three, two, one. It's pretty easy to remember, right? So there's five stages of value maturity. There's four uh, what we call the four C's, four intangible capitals. There are three legs to the stool. There are two paths towards creating value. And there's only one goal every owner should have, and that is creating value in their business. And I was wondering if you could touch on the four C's that, as you outline in your book. Yeah, so the if you look at the, if an owner looks at the formula for value, it's a pretty simple formula. It's basically what they call a recasted cash flow or EBITDA right. times a market multiple equals the business value, right? Right. Real value creation is done by focusing on the multiple. In some cases, you know, the owner can't control that number is really or the range of that number is controlled by the private capital market. But the owners can control where they fall in that range by managing their intangibles. So think about it. Most financial planners will tell you an owner, 80% of an owner's net worth is tied up in their business. And 80% of that number is tied up in their intangible assets, mm. which I define as human, customer, structural, and social capital. And by the owner developing systems, which is what value acceleration does, value acceleration focuses on maximizing the value of the four C's, which is where 80% of the business owner's value lies. Versus the tangible aspects of the business, which is maybe your accounting systems or the financial reporting. Is that, do I get that right? Exactly. You're right on. So okay. what happens is most uh, accounting systems are focused on managing the tax number, which oftentimes is very different than what I call the real number. Right. Right? Yeah. That's after things are added back in. I've heard that. I mean, <laughs> yeah. All an owner has to do is look at their balance sheet and ask themselves, does your balance sheet reflect the true market value of your business? Right. Almost 100% of the cases, that owner is going to say no. No. My business has a lot more value than one being shown on my balance sheet. That difference between what's on the balance sheet and what the market value is is intangible assets. And that those intangible assets can be summarized in four C's. Mm-hmm. So you can measure those assets and you can manage that. Unfortunately, accounting systems don't do that. Right. And so value acceleration is the system that actually manages 80% of the owner's business value. We're talking with Chris Snyder. She, he, sorry, he is the author of Walking to Destiny, 11 Actions an Owner Must Take to Rapidly Grow Value and Unlock Their Wealth. Uh, Chris, I'm wondering, 
We're going to have to take a really short break, ladies and gentlemen, here on the podcast and the radio show. It's less than a minute. It's just a quick commercial about one of the products or services that I that I offer here from Critical Master Business. But when we come back, I'd like to spend the, the second half of this interview or the time that we have together kind of talking about this whole concept of a successful exit and how to take actions that rapidly grow value and unlock wealth. You, you up for that? Yeah, I'm, I'm sound, sounds good. Okay. Happy to do that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you don't want to miss this next segment as well, and we'll be right back after this word from me. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Richard Franzi. A great way to stay informed about our wonderful guests, who are just so informative, like Chris Snyder is, is to sign up for our weekly newsletter. It's easy. Go to my website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com, at the bottom of any page. Any page, there's a join our mailing list box. Simply enter your email, hit subscribe, and like magic, you'll start receiving our weekly newsletters with information about great upcoming guests and special insights from me. We're talking with Chris, Christopher M. Snyder, if I'm looking at the front of the book and I want to be official, his book, Walking to Destiny, The 11 Actions an Owner Must Take to Rapidly Grow Value and Unlock Wealth. So let's start by asking you, Tell me how you decided on the title, Walking to Destiny. Yeah, that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that question. I'll tell you, I was really searching for a title because I, you know, as an owner myself, I have so much respect for business owners and what they contribute socially, not just economically, but what they contribute socially and the risk that they're willing to take and all those sort of things. And I really feel it's it's a shame that an owner would work uh, for many of them, a good chunk of their life and dedicate a good chunk of their life and not be able to harvest uh, the hard work that they put into growing their businesses. And so that was something that was on my mind when I was thinking about a title. And I actually, I'm a runner, and I like to listen to gospel music uh, when I run. I find it very motivating. And I, and I heard a song uh, that had, you know, uh, Walking in My Destiny. In it, and when I heard that song, it was like a light bulb went off, and I said, "You know what? That's that's the title. That's what the title has to be." Because I believe it's every owner's destiny, and their destiny is under their control. They can control their destiny. It's their destiny to be able to harvest the wealth that they so richly deserve. We're talking with Chris Snyder. He is the author of the book "Walking to Destiny." So, t- t- from your experience. Uh- working with countless businesses on successful exits. How can a business owner change the exit outcome to one that's more beneficial to them? What recommendations do you have for them, Chris? The, the first thing, and perhaps the only thing that they have to do, 
that gets them in the, headed in the right direction is what I, I talk about in the book is change your paradigm. So the traditional view of exit, when owners hear exit, it's a negative, it brings up negative feelings, negative connotations. I've never avoided those questions or, or bringing up that word with my clients. In fact, you know, all of my employees who work in my companies understand our focus on value and always being ready. And so I, I think what we have to do is exit isn't something you do down the road. It isn't when you wake up someday and say, look, I've had enough, I'm ready to retire, and I want it. You Exit is a strategic business tool that you integrate in the way you run your business every day. And until owners uh, you know, uh, grasp that and begin to use it as a strategic tool to drive value into their business right now, they're never going to be successful with exits. So the idea is, is exit is now, and we need to bring it into the present, and that requires you change your paradigm about the way you view your exit. Your, your third act could actually be your best act. Mm. If you've prepared yourself uh, and you've prepared your business for what's going to come next, you know, exit isn't the end. It's just the beginning of that next act, which could be a pretty, a pretty good act if you've gotten yourself ready for it. We're talking with Chris Snyder. We're talking about his book, his Walking to Destiny, 11 Actions an Owner Must Take to Rapidly Grow Value and Unlock Wealth. You know, I, I think about um, the parallel I draw in my mind, and tell me if this works for you, is, you know, when you sell a home, you go through it and you fix everything that was the drawer that stuck and all that, all those things so that it shows right and the buyer gets this house that is in pristine working order, or at least as much as you feel you can invest in that. My wife and I did that in one of the homes that we sold, and I looked... We looked at each other and was like, why don't we live in this house? I feel the same way about, you know, selling your business. Why don't you have a business so that any time you could sell it, you get the benefits of that, and that when you're ready to exit, it is not such a process of having to remediate things that you didn't pay attention to or focus on during the operations of the business. Does, it, does that work for you? Yeah, it's funny you mention that because I was just talking with a group of SEPAs about that today and used that same analogy. You know, why is it that when we get ready to sell our homes, all of a sudden we start fixing all those little things that we've learned to live with around the house that we can't live with? And then once we fix them all, we're like, well, I don't want to sell the house now. <laughs> you know? Right. Uh, so it is, it is a similar kind of thing. It, it has to become present, and it has to be part of your culture and just the, just the way you run your way you run your business. One of the things owners should understand, uh, and many don't, is that 50% of exits are forced. Uh, so they're not on the owner's timeline, nor on the owner's terms, because they're forced out by, you know, what we call the five Ds, you know, divorce, stress, disability, death, you know, disagreement with a partner, something like that. And you think about it, you know, when you think about all of those businesses in uh, half of them being forced out. If you're not always ready and you get into one of those situations where you're forced out, it could cost you a lot of money. And, and uh, I've had uh, other uh, specialists on who are involved in mergers and acquisitions, and, and it is sort of my belief that um, larger companies, when they're buying these lower middle market companies, are looking for ways to give the company owner a haircut on the selling price, in, in believing they'll find them if they just look hard enough. Is, is, that, is that a fair statement? Yeah, Richard, it's brutal. So to give you an example, there's a private equity company in – in Cleveland, Ohio, called Riverside. It's one of the largest private equity companies, and it's an outstanding uh, company. 
Uh, they told me that last year they looked at 4,000 deals and closed to 40. Wow. 1% of what they looked at. And there's another company in Chicago, the Jordan Company. They looked at 1,000 deals and closed 30. So the scrutiny that you go through with these professional buyers in particular is is just very enormous. And, you know, they are only going to pick up the cream of the crop. And if you're not one of those businesses that are positioned, you might still be able to sell, but you're certainly not going to be able to sell at a premium. Yeah, and not only are you rapidly growing the value of the company, but you're also probably... Um, from reading your book and, and talking with people from the Exit Planning Institute, you're probably also creating a business that can give you more value in the near term as well. I mean, in other words, it is not only a future value, but it's a present value. You know, you and I are thinking we're on the same plane today uh, because one of the things I was going to emphasize is, you know, there's a tendency when we start to talk about this to talk again about the end game, what I, what I call the five stages of value maturity. It's stage number four. But there's three stages before harvest, right? Hmm. So one of the things that we've changed in the industry is that most people would define exit planning as the harvesting of the wealth. Yes. But what we've done in the industry, the change that's occurred, uh, and I think what really drove Thought Leader of the Year is what we've done is we've backed the whole process way, way earlier. And that exit planning is a business strategy that benefits you today and positions you in the future. So our methodology, you know, our five stages, we start with stage one, which is identify the value, and then we're protecting and building value, and we're doing things well way before we're ever considering how to harvest. If we happen to get hit by, again, one of the five Ds, we're going to be ready for that. But if we can control, you know, our destiny going forward and we can control our terms and timeline, we're going to be in a good position by the time we get out to stage four. I've had other uh, exit planning, and I'm talking with Chris Snyder. He's the author of Walking to Destiny. Um, uh, uh, people who focused done, who've done research on exits. It's shocking to me too, not only from a fin- financial perspective, but from an emotional perspective. How many former business owners are dissatisfied with their exit? Oh yeah, there's a there was a study done by Price Waterhouse a number of years ago. Seventy five percent of owners profoundly regretted the decision to exit within a year after exit. And most of that was not due to financial. It was mostly due to personal issues. Right. They don't know what to do now because their business has been their life and they haven't done any kind of personal planning for what they're going to do next, you know. So through the through the book that you've written, Chris, and and the work that your people do with the Exit Planning Institute and other things, if there's a business owner out there today who's thinking about you know exiting the business at some point, what is a realistic time frame that they should begin to put the process together to make sure that they don't run out of time, or at least that they rapidly grow value and unlock the most wealth potential as possible? Yeah, I know this is going to sound like a cliche, or you know, but it's now. You do it right now. What you do, every day you are making decisions that affect your exit, and you know they affect your business value today. So it's all about taking action, what you can do today to drive value into your business and position it for some time in the future. What I tell owners is forget about the future. Most owners don't want to talk about that anyway. (laughs) What they're concerned about is what I'm going to do today and the results I'm going to get in the next 90 days, and I'm all in favor of that. Let's focus on what we can do in the next 90 days, and we'll chip away every 90 days, and we'll build that value over time. 
And if they are able to do that, they're going to benefit. You know, they're they're going to achieve value today and in the future. And really, again, exit planning is all about what you do now. And you know, if they're looking for like a a, a short list, if they went to the last chapter of my book, what I did for them to kind of wrap it up is give them six specific immediate things that they could do to get themselves started. And I would recommend this if you're a, if you're a business owner of a lower middle market firm and or a business owner of, of a firm and you think that someday you're going to want to transfer this business to someone else, picking up this book while it is 200 plus pages with a lot of information, I, I find it I find it to be a very pra- this is a very practical book to read that people will say there's not a lot of words in here that are unnecessary. I think you, you've really done a good job of, there's a lot to cover, and you've done a good job of synthesizing it down to the most important aspects of it. Yeah, I've tried to put some stories in there so that it brings it down to earth. And right. What I would what I suggest to owners is, when you pick up the book, read section two, which is the four core concepts. Yes. You, know, you can get through that. That kind of gives you the basis for the rest of the book, and if you're still interested after that, and you want to learn more, then you can go on and read from there. And and that's what I sort of uh, that's what I sort of took from the book, which is why I wanted to make sure we talked about the intangible aspects of it and the fact that you can control those and and and, and work on those. So I'm I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear you say that, Chris, because that was kind of my read on your book as well. If someone wants to buy the book or learn more about you as the author and you as a public speaker, uh, how do they do that? Where do they find you online? One, they can always buy the book on Amazon. They can easily find it there. Uh, there are two websites, exit-planning-institute.org, or they can go to SnyderValueIndex.com, and they can order the book there. So do you, do you I know that you, you, you know that you travel the country, you do speaking, you're in Chicago right now. Do you ever get down to Southern California? And if so, are you open to maybe speaking to a small group of business owners that I could pull together uh, here in Orange County? Sure, I'd love to. In fact, uh, I know that we've got, I think we have six or seven owners forums going on out west this fall. We're doing one in uh, L.A., I think we're doing one in San Diego, and we're doing one in San Francisco. So okay. we'll be out that way. Okay. Well, I'd like to, if I could, follow up with you about possi- the possibility of having you uh, come into Orange County and talk to a small group of business owners about exit planning and the Exit Planning Institute. Sure, love to do it. All right. Well, I want to thank you for being a friend of the program. Thank you for taking the time and putting together such a well-thought-through book that I hope people will buy and read. And, um, you know, just look forward to staying in contact with you and keep continuing following not only you but your Exit Planning Institute as well. Yeah, I love talking to you, Richard. Thank you. Thank you very much, Chris Snyder. I appreciate it. And again, the book is Walking to Destiny, The 11 Actions an Owner Must Take to Rapidly Grow Value and Unlock Wealth. That's going to do it for this episode of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I'd like to thank our engineer, Paul Roberts. Our producers are Joan Park. Crystal Nunley and Haley Stern. I'm your host, Richard Francie. If you'd like to learn more about the radio show podcast or my CEO peer groups that I lead, visit my company's website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Until the next show, hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.